baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's nice to have Laura back with us on the news. Couple of couple of sick days for Laura. We'll visit with her at length after the five o'clock news update. Glad to have you with us, Dan. Before we get into our opening topic, can you uh, turn on my computer? Because right before I walked in the studio, I heard this sound, which sounds like a refrigerator. It's coming from a panel that says electrical equipment. So I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. But if we go off the air at any moment over the next three hours, it's because of whatever that is. It's fun working in a 100-year-old it building. It really is. It's never is boring. <laughs> you know, it's, it's never a dull moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... You have a couple options when you hear a sound like that. Yeah. In your own house. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, turn it off and on, right? The reboot. Power cycle, sure. Uh, two, kick it. You're you're a little less enthused with that idea. Yeah, Sometimes I mean, like know, a good kick, a good smack, a d- good punch. Depends just on, like, bam, it's back in business. Yeah, it depends on what it is making the noise. And uh, what you don't want to do is lick it. No, yeah, don't. For sure. That's always Yeah, don't good. get... Too close. Good piece of advice right there. Uh, Today, I was excited when I woke up and saw four and a half inches of snow on my patio, on my driveway. And for the first time this season, I got out my snowblower. That had to feel good, right? Well, first, I had to dig it out from behind my lawnmower because I haven't even adjusted anything in my garage yet because we've had no snow. Why would you? I enjoyed it as the sun rose, the beautiful amber color of the sky, as I was just shooting snow all over the place. It felt good. Yeah. I asked on Facebook, in fewer than three words, describe your feelings about today's snow. 651-461-9226. I feel to a certain degree, uh, I feel responsible for the lack of snow this year. Really? Now, it's not, I didn't buy a new snowblower. That's usually, any of you guys, you're responsible too. Okay. If you bought a new snowblower. Uh, We had a video that was posted on Instagram that, that did very, very well. Tens of thousands of views of me claiming that Minnesotans don't really like the snow and we don't need it, and I would prefer if we just didn't have it. You think that put the whamboozle on winter? That's what I think happened. Yeah. And I I think most people prefer the coat of snow to the brown, dead grass. Maybe not. 651-461-9226. I sort of need to know where you guys are at on this thing because that will instruct me on which way to go with this in the future. 
So if you love it, then I'm going to hate it. If you hate it, then I'm going to love it. So I just need some guidance, right? I just need to know, are you zigging? Are you zagging so I can zag or zig? Okay. That's what I do with this particular topic. I think if you can have, you know, the one-day event like that, yeah. get the six inches of snow, and then the thank, next thank you for the, I mean, just plays clarifying just the next day child ooh okay you turn my computer can I turn off your computer now? off now yes. so you, do I have to you, say that <laughs> I have to tell you to turn it off well I didn't know you were going to be dinging all right uh, so you get the the six inches of snow one day and the next day it's sunny and the high is back near thirty yeah and you know everything you know they whatever they get scraped off the roads the roads start to get dry right away and now you've got that you know. That base, that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's when it storms like that, and then it goes into the deep freeze right afterwards. That's when winter just really is awful. We had the one kind of cold stretch. What was that back in early January? Yep, the one really kind of cold stretch. Pretty brief, but yep, we had a. Co- this uh, is probably the biggest snow event we're going to have. This this, this may be it. Yeah, you might get a you might get a you know late. Winter, early spring snow, and usually that, you get a big dump and then it melts. Yeah, which is seemingly what this one's going to do, but but yeah, this is fine. 651-461-9226. Three words. You can use two. You can use one. One texture. About damn time. (laughs) You know. Yeah, I think that's that's Look, if you're a winter enthusiast, if you're a, you know, Snowmobiler, if you're a snowshoer, if you're a ski, you know, a cross country skier, this uh, this is about darn time, right? I mean, that's yes, you know, I feel for those folks, and I don't lament the fifty degrees. You're fine with this. I'm totally. You're fine. you're more uh, down with the no snow than I. Yes, am. I am. Yeah, I am. Pretty melt soon says another text. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to. I uh. One texter spent $18,000 on a new snowmobile oh. this year. So, again, he's no, taking the blame. Your, like, heart, it, your heart goes out to that person. That's got to just stink. The first year, I lived here for eight years before I actually bought a snowblower, and it that, that, that winter, winter also was mild. Yeah. Be gone quickly. It will. No big deal. We got five inches. Lake levels starving. That's interesting, right? Better than mud, says Sheila. I think that's, is it, is it better than mud? I think so. Neil's in St. Paul. Neil, you're on CCO. Thanks for listening. What's, what's your reaction to the snow today? I think, I think it's kind of refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, even it is you know, refreshing. Kind of, yeah, kind of. It's pretty. It was light. It was kind of festive and annoying that we're kind of on the downside of uh, winter, where it's not going to be around longer, where it doesn't yeah. seem like it's going to already melt. So I, you know, I, I think it's kind of nice. As us kind of might as well be twenty and get a little snow. I don't like the brown. The brown. <laughs> yeah. The brown's a little ho, a little ho hum. <laughs> you know, Neil. I thought like at the beginning of this winter, I thought like. I'm I'm going to be good with a nice mild winter. I don't need the snow. I don't really play in it or anything, so I'm fine with it. And I have to confess like I found myself sort of missing that that white bright 
kind of coating of snow, the the sunshine that comes with slightly cooler temperatures, you know. So so I, I think maybe I was wrong at the beginning. I'm not going to go yeah, all I, in and say I, I was definitely wrong, but I was maybe wrong. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe a little, maybe a little festive, knowing it's not September; it's February. So we're, you know, <laughs> that's true. It lightens up your attitude about it. Thanks, Neil. I appreciate it. There is something to that, right? That we know this is not this is not six, seven, eight inches that will be around for the next three months and that there's not another six seven eight yeah coming. yeah, and yeah that's, that's certainly part of it i think too it kind of depends on where your focus is right like you all keep talking about you know you don't like the brown or the yards and the, yeah. you know okay i get that you know what i don't like snowy icy streets and having to drive around other people yeah. in snowy icy streets right that's fair if it could just if the, the six inches or the eight inches whatever it is is going to land just on the yards i'm all for it it looks pretty i get it but man, driving around in it last night was you know touch and go in spots, and even were today, you driving in it last night? I was driving in it last yeah. night, and you know if, we, if we you, decided to stay in. If you take it easy, and it wasn't awful. I mean, like the, especially the major highways were never a problem yeah. really at all. There are a lot it of was crashes, the side streets. Uh, but if people would just slow down, take it easy. All right, you, you get through it just Jeez. fine. No one's gonna. Do you think? Does anyone snow down? Slow down or snow down because they hear. Like us say it on the radio. It's the same people that turn on their lights every time Jerry says to turn on your lights. So I mean, that's actionable. Like <laughs> when Jerry says turn on your lights and I'm in the car, I always check to make sure my lights are on. If someone says, you know, take it easy. Take it easy. It usually makes me accelerate. We're all, we're all going to we're all gonna makes, get where we're going. It gives me the same feel that like the people who put those slow down kids are playing signs in their front yard. Where it makes me want to drive. You just faster. want to gun it. Okay. Well, that's an interesting bit of therapy you could probably use, but it, you know, <laughs> that's my reaction to that. <laughs> I know it's childish and stupid. Uh, but, you know, but I mean, that's we all have childish is. and stupid stuff. That that's is fine. my childish, stupid okay, reaction. Six five one four six one nine two two six. A lot of people hoping my my snowblower worked well, and I will tell you one of the nice things about switching to the. A battery-powered snowblower, mm. is that you just put in the fresh battery, turn the key, and it goes. So in years past when I had the gas-powered, and I still I have kept my gas-powered snowblower. Do you lack confidence in the battery-powered one? Correct. Yet? Just yes. from lack I'm of I'm still reps. nervous sure. about it. Okay. With, trying to clear, clear the big apron when the snow uh, plow kind of dumps that ah. mountain. Yep. You live the apartment lifestyle, I do. so you don't have to deal with any of this nonsense. I don't, but I'm aware of it. You know? It is fun to clear your driveway. Like, I enjoyed it this morning. It okay. felt good. I cleared some sidewalk. I helped my 16-year-old scrape the ice off his car. Like, it was, it, it felt like a, you know, Minnesota moment. Right. That's good. 651-461-9226. We're getting three-word reactions. Lots of text. Calls are welcome. We'll run more of this as we continue. Hey, after 3.30, we're going to check in on Lee County, Florida, the Fort Myers area. You know, they had that horrible hurricane uh, about 16 months ago. Last year, when Dan and I went down to spring training, uh, it was rough. It was still rough in many parts of the area. So we'll get a progress report. How is it looking? If you want to go down there for Twins 
spring training. We'll be there next week and broadcasting live the whole time here on CCO. Now, one of our textures is a little surprised that I helped my son scrape his car after I cleared the driveway. Says, not in my day. Mom would say, when you're done with the driveway, don't forget to do the cars. That's how it rolled in my house. Here's the thing. I did not want the 16-year-old. Do you think that 16-year-old was going to clear the driveway? No. He was going to roll out of bed at 645, get in his car, covered with snow at 705, roll his tires over all that fresh snow, Mm -hmm. making a mess on my driveway. Maybe he'd have cleared a credit card-sized little (laughs) spot on the window so that he could see out. Yeah, it is true. We're soft. Like, I'm soft. I'm too nice to my kids. You are. The texture is correct. But, you know, what are you going to do? I don't <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's like it's too late. I can't. Like, at this phase of life. Yeah. Like, now I'm the tough dad? Yeah, that probably wouldn't work too well. No, it's like I've messed it up. So you just try to, <laughs> try to create less work for yourself. County plow guy. Texting in. Kind of nice to get back in a truck today. Good for him. I bet. I bet. Uh, Yeah, there are a lot of people who are losing a lot of money. Oh, let me tell you something stupid I did today, though. So when Sam left, because I know you guys like when I talk (laughs) about stupid things I do. Yes, Jason, tell us more. (laughs) So when Sam left, then I cleared that little pocket. Sure. You know. Where he had parked. Right. And I'm I'm running the snowblower, uh-huh. and all of a sudden leaves, like brown leaves, start flying all over the place. I'm like, wonder what this is. So I back up, and I had uh, raked a small amount of leaves and put them in a plastic garbage bag. Whoops! And never took it to the kind of compost facility. And so the (laughs) kind of auger of the snow thrower just chewed that bag right up. Yeah, it did. And then took the plastic of the bag and wound it around. Yeah, that was great. So I have a little cut on my hand from trying to slowly get the, yeah. So that's pretty good. (laughs) It's all right, though. You know what? I was in such a good mood, though. I'm going to assume. I wasn't even mad about sure, it. You're in a good mood, and I'm going to assume because you're the intelligent individual that you are, that you would also completely shut down oh, the, yeah. pl- the, yes. the snow yeah, yeah, yeah. blower yes. before you went in and tried Correct. to, because you knew yeah. you could lo- you lose a hand, much less a cut on the finger. I could have lost my arm. Yeah. Reach it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you were that- smart enough to at least to do that. In a way, like this is the sort of thing that when I tell my wife what happened. Yeah. You just know she's thinking, like, well, this is what you get for not taking care of the leaves at the end of, like, this is sweet, sweet justice. And it's sort of, sort of is. Jason, now now everyone's coming for my parenting. Bad parenting. (laughs) You know, some of you people, just go screw yourselves. Are you guys, like, really? (laughs) Bad parenting. Jason, do you think I had a choice? Like, no, your parents were better than my than I am. Congrats. <laughs> it's 
wrong with you people? <laughs> very, very funny. Uh, what else? You have a serious case of fear of dead battery. That is true. Yeah. So running the battery-powered snowblower, three batteries in there. Um, so two die, and then you're pretty much done. And you're done. You don't have any spare or anything? You can... I do, but like... Is it a thing to swap Batteries them are out? expensive. You, sw- well, you can swap, swap them out, but my other batteries are like half size. So okay. the big batteries give me, they give me about 45 minutes of That's snow. It's, it's enough. Yeah. Uh, Tom from Cumberland, Wisconsin, had to drive 100 miles home from Coon Rapids last night. Ooh. Oof, three-hour drive. This morning I drove to White Bear Lake. Yeah. Um, it was about... Well, I'll tell you the shocking thing. <clears throat> so many people don't clear their car. Like, you know, yeah. they just go drive. And it was icy last night. Like, you got, it was a little bit of wet snow first. Yep. So, any, I, you know, car dealers today, it's kind of an annoying day, I'm I sure. Bet. Because every uh, window needs to be scraped. Yeah. So, I saw a lot of people driving around with just that, those ice chunks all over their car. The ice chunks. And then, you know, the dangerous thing is that people don't clear the roofs of their car. And this is an especially dangerous type of snow to do that with because, like you said, it's so wet and yeah. dense that it kind of clumps up together and gets loose on the, you know, and you hit the brakes and the whole sheet comes flying. Yeah. Around. Crazy. Adam Carter loves to tell a story about how he learned that the hard way once. Oh, he he told that story again today? Yeah. And he learned show. that the hard way once and, and would never, ever not do that again. Yeah. You, when you look around, after he told that story for the first time, I started keeping an eye out. And when you look on the freeway, especially, the number of people that will have three, four inches of snow up on the top of that car and you're just shaking your head going, please, God, make sh- you know, not don't let that happen to right. these folks because right. you could get in serious, serious trouble. Seven inches at the airport. The weather service just came out with total snowfall reports from all over the Twin Cities. Seven and a half seems to be the biggest amount in like Newport, Waconia. Mendota, uh, Shakopee saw 7.2, New Richmond, Wisconsin. That's a lot of, that's, you know, that's not nothing. It's not nothing. And I think it worked out pretty well, though. Most of it fell after last night's rush. And it was done by this morning. I will say the roads at 9 a.m., Highway 610 was rough, but 694, the rest of the way to White Bear Lake was. Pretty good. Yeah. I think MnDOT and the plow drivers did a heck of a job uh, getting it done, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I- and let's also point out, uh, you know, while most of the forecasts, I think Paul was saying like two to five. So it's on the high end of the forecast, but this is how forecasting works. Yeah. Right? The, the storm takes a slightly different track, and you go from being on the outside edge to right in the bullseye, and that's how you get there. I mean, they're pretty much on it. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. It all went. Pretty much to four. Yeah. All right. It's three thirty. We're going to check in on Florida. So many in Minnesota have uh, winter homes in Naples. Uh, so many of us love going down to see the twins in spring training in the Fort Myers, Fort Myers Beach area. We're going to get an update as to what's going on down there, how things look with our friends from the Lee County Visitor and Conventions Bureau. Dan and I can't wait to get down there next week. And so we'll uh, see how the recovery is going in that area when we check in with Tamra. Tam's going to join us in just a minute here on CCO. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh, it's the time of year so many of us want to hop on a plane and get down to Florida to escape. Our winter here in Minnesota has been pretty mild. I don't know if people are as, as itchy. Yeah, we're still itchy to get away, right? Uh, Lee County, Florida, Fort Myers area, uh, twin spring training. Already a lot of players have reported spring training underway uh, down in Fort Myers. And we want to bring in uh, the tourism folks from Lee County Visitor and Conventions Bureau. Uh, Tamara Pigott joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Tamara, nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you, too. All right. what's the, We've got uh, seven inches of snow and 20 degrees. What do you have down there? 78 and sunny. How's oh, that sound? Oh, my gosh. That's so, that sounds perfect. Perfect. It is, it is a perfect day, I have to admit. But... We've had a weird winter, too, Um, not as cold and a little rainier than normal, but February has been really gorgeous, so we're really enjoying it. We're going to be down there next week starting Sunday. Dan and I get there for twin spring training. We'll be live uh, at the ballpark uh, for most of the week and then in Fort Myers Beach uh, uh, at the new Margaritaville Resort. Last year when we were down there, it was so soon after the hurricane. I I wanted to know from your perspective, how have things like how have things gone uh, over this last year as far as trying to get, uh, you know, the destruction was was vast along the beach areas, especially what what is it like today? Improving every day, but it's a slow process. Yeah. I think you'll, you, you're going to say probably it looks better, but we still have a ways to go. Yeah. You know, you can't wave a magic wand and <laughs> right. have have buildings rebuilt. And, you know, not to be negative, but boy, we have a lot of supply chain issues on products and stuff. Oh, and interesting. Sure. You know, it just uh, it, it's taking a little longer to do some things than we would like. But but I can tell you that everybody's working hard vi- every single day to make it um, even better than it was before. <laughs> well, and, and the opening of that resort certainly is a key kind of uh, milestone in that process, isn't it? It sure is. You know, we're really fortunate that hotel was uh, under construction prior to to the hurricane Um, and and, you know, proof positive that today's construction codes mean you have a a structure that will survive. And, um, you know, obviously they weren't finished with the with the construction at the time, but the, the, the basis of the building was there and now have finished it. Um, people are going to really enjoy uh, Margaritaville, uh, whether you stay at the hotel, which, you know, obviously would be the way to do it. But you can also visit and have dinner, uh, lunch, breakfast, if you want. Um, highly uh, recommend having a margarita at Margaritaville. I mean, um, you sort of have good. to, right? You, you have, have to, to, right? I I, I, I'm not a margarita drinker, but I had to have one. And I, <laughs> I will say a very good margarita. Um 
and uh you know it's 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 a beautiful experience overlooking Fort Myers Beach pool area is fabulous and you can buy a day pass to the pool so nice. even if you're not staying there you can go and enjoy the resort so right. I, I, I don't know how many of our listeners know this and we'll we'll get into this next week we're going to broadcast from Margaritaville next Friday but the uh, developers of the of that resort are from Wilmer Minnesota TPI Hospitality uh, is a company based here in Minnesota so that that link between Minnesota and Lee County and Fort Myers is so strong. It is. It is a yeah, one of those one of those deep bonds, right? We have yeah. so many Minnesotans in our area, and and um, you know, not only to, that come for spring training, but that winter here, you know, and and of course, a lot of people who have relocated here, and and people who go back and forth. Um, my my first recommendation, if you're coming, is to get on our website, visit fortmyers.com, and see what is open. Okay. Uh, quite frankly, most things are open. The challenge uh, in reopening is, you know, obviously where the buildings were destroyed. But most buildings that could, you know, businesses that could reopen have reopened. So you're going to find a lot of restaurants and, you know, nightclubs and things like that are have reopened those those challenges were a little easier to tackle than reopening some of those coastal hotel product but in sure. addition to margaritaville down on fort myers beach you've got you've got um other properties that have reopened, um, Pink Shell and Diamond Head, two of the bigger ones, but there are other small properties that have reopened. And of course, all the open properties are listed on that visitfortmyers.com website. So if you're looking for accommodations, they can, they can find them there and other good information too. But you know, this is the time. This is the time to be here, not only for spring training, but also for lots of other things. So, lots of activity going on in the community. Tamara Pygett is with us from the Lee County Convention and Visitors Bureau. It's visit fort f o r t myers dot com is the website you can go to. And one of the things we found even last year, Tamara, is that you know, in like the city area of Fort Myers. Like, almost no damage. So everything was pretty much up. There was plenty to do, lots of places to visit. It was mostly just that, that beach area that, that was most affected. So I'll, I'll, you know, when you're coming for spring training, there still was quite a bit of stuff to do uh, last year. So I'm sure it's much better now. Yeah, and new hotels have opened, you know, not just Margaritaville, but some hotels in town have opened since the since the hurricane. So plenty of uh, choices on accommodations at various price points. Um how much and, how much is the beach Fort Myers Beach going to change? Because obviously the building codes are better to protect the buildings, but part of the charm of that area was always that it was sort of a quintessential rustic shack you got your fish shack your kind of beach town and then yeah. minnesotans know naples very well which is uh, a little more of an upscale type community it, are, are are we seeing some of that you know just because the sheer cost of of meeting the building codes are you seeing some of that uh, naples type vibe uh, going to be a part of the remade fort myers beach you know, it's an interesting question, and I think it's a little soon to say, but I think places are, buildings are one thing, but people are another. Mm, 
Yeah. And the vibe of a place is really about its people. And, you know, we are flip-flops and T-shirts, you know. No, you don't have to get dressed <laughs> right, up to go right. to dinner. And in Naples, you do. I mean, no, it's a different It's a different. It's just you know, a different vibe. It's good. They're, and, they're both good, but it's a different vibe. And I think people yeah. are, I don't want to say worried, but, you know, there's a lot of love for that flip-flop T-shirt vibe of Fort Myers Beach. And, and, you know, I, I'll, one of my favorite places to eat down at the beach is a place called Dixie Fish Company. And it is a, truly an old Florida house, a shack hanging over the edge of the water. And, you know, that's still there and you can still go and, you know, open air, a covered roof, but open air and, you know, have shrimp tacos and, and you know, a, a nice cold beverage uh, of your choice uh, there. And, you know, I don't think that vibe is going to change. Will the buildings be different? Of course they will. Yeah. Of course they will. Yeah. But the the people who love Fort Myers Beach are, are the residents there and the people who come there. What they love about it is that it is so laid back. And I, I just I am certain that 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 vibe will continue because that's that's the personality of the people who live there. Uh you're ready for us, right? You're ready for Minnesotans. I don't know if you're ready for me and Dan, but you're ready for yeah. Minnesotans to come down there. Absolutely, we're ready. We are. We are. Uh, we, we're ready for. We're ready for baseball to return to Fort Myers, um, and, and and ready for our Minnesotans to come back. We know that. Uh, you know, you love all the things about this area that we do. You know, getting out on the on the water, uh, be it be it a boat you rent or taking you know one of our nature tours, um, eating good seafood. Uh, you know, having some grouper and uh, uh, the the great pink sh- shrimp that we have here in in the Fort Myers area. You know, deliciously caught right off our coast. Um, you know, those are the reasons you want to be here, and we're definitely ready for you. The community is, you know, excited to welcome our visitors back. Um, you know, it, we have been through a lot. It's been a lot of challenges, but we know how much, you know, your dollars spent in our community mean to us. And it's, uh, you know, it's exciting time for us to welcome you back. Tamara, good to visit with you. We can't wait to get down there, and uh, I appreciate the update and the time this afternoon. Absolutely. Have a great day. Take care. Tamara Pigott from Lee County Visitor and Conventions Bureau. She's the executive director. And Dan and I will be down there broadcasting live uh, drive time all next week. 348. We're going to talk about celebrating inch stones. I think we've lost our minds. We're going to talk about that next year on CCO. $100 for losing your first tooth. How about a Louis Vuitton bracelet? Parents have lost their minds, and they're celebrating something called inch stones. Inch, so it's like a milestone, but it's an inch stones. Wall Street Journal writing about this today. These are sort of moments like potty training, End of year, uh, like school parties, a party for losing your tooth. I, I am not usually leading the 
back in my day parade. And also, like, back in my day, like, we did not need to celebrate every stupid moment. Your kid lost a tooth. Like, you could make it a little bigger. We 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 gave our kid like two dollars instead of yeah. one dollar and a, a book. Yeah. Got a book. There you go. A hundred dollars. That's insanity. What age does a kid generally lose their first tooth? Four or five, something like that. I don't know. I think so. I think that's about right. What is a four or five year old doing with a hundred bucks? Well, what happens is then they go to school and then another kid is like, Well, how come the tooth fairy only left me a quarter? (laughs) We don't need to celebrate like and and are these things really for our kids? No. It's so we can compete with other parents and convince ourselves that we are doing okay. Let me tell you this. You're doing fine. You don't need to give your kid the most expensive thing in the world. They don't care. You know what they would like? Put your phone down and actually have a conversation with them. Your kid would like that. My kids are teenagers. They do not want that. But your young kids want that. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 